If you will turn with me to Isaiah, Isaiah, Old Testament, one of the major prophets, Isaiah chapter 9, Isaiah chapter 9. This is interesting, this Isaiah wrote this passage 700 and some years before the arrival of Jesus, and yet he prophetically proclaims who this Messiah is going to be by saying, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of the government of peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over this kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Well, on the surface... I can see why the initial people missed Jesus because they conjured up in their mind that he was going to be this mighty warrior that was going to overthrow the Roman Empire, the oppression, and to establish peace, which he created a different kingdom and a different level of peace. And we're going to go through there together. But I have a question for us. I have a question for us. Who's your go-to person? When you have a question or you need answers, or you need advice, who's your go-to? Who's your go-to? Think about the firm on it. Who is it? Google. <laughs> it's pretty sad when I said, who's your person, and you said Google. Some of you might have said Surrey. I know, Surrey and I are good friends, too. I said, Surrey, who's the best? He goes, oh, you're the best, Mark. You're the best. <laughs> I've programmed her to say those things to me. No, it is not Google. If you're trying to find answers, maybe. Google, yes, do the Google search. Uh, I have become a mechanic, by the way, because I watch enough YouTube videos, so I'm, I'm now dangerous, right, with a wrench. Um, Otter always, like, after I change the tire, she was like, is it safe for me to drive? I said, yes, it's safe, it's safe. I know she gets nervous, but I think after the year, she trusts me a little bit to know that after I change the brakes, yes, your tire is not going to be flying down the road. Um, now, who do you go to? Do you go to your, uh, do you have a best friend that you go to? Is it a parent? Is it a sibling? Is it a coworker? Is it somebody in your life group? Who's your go-to? Is it your counselor? And yes, I would say, is it, do we go to... Um, the internet to find answers. But my question is, when you think about how often you go to that person, I would ask you the same question, though. How often is Jesus your go-to? How often is your Jesus your go-to? Because here we read that he is a wonderful counselor. Now, I'm so grateful for counsel. And by the way, you, you, it's important to have godly counsel in your life. That's why our church has an amazing church council. Any one of our church council members here, just kind of raise your hand. Let me see our church. Thank you, Paul. Anybody else here? Uh, yes, thank you, Karen. Yeah, so we have great counsel that represents you and, and gives 
wise advice and wise counsel that's very helpful. And, and sometimes going to a counselor is important, but, but let me just tell you something. If, if your friends and your counselors and the go-to for you are not rooted in Christ, I would, I would question the advice that they're giving you. I watched a, my second Christmas movie last night. It's really good, actually. I'm not one for musicals, but there's a new movie called Spirited. Or is that right? Spirited? Yeah, it has Will Ferrell in it. It has, I know, I know Will Ferrell. Sometimes good, sometimes raunchy, but he was good in there. And then Ryan Reynolds. All the girls go, oh, Ryan Reynolds, he's so cute. He's not a bad looking man, I, I agree. But, but the point is, in this movie, which is really kind of the retelling, well, it's actually a future story of the, I'm not going to give it away, but the Scrooge, this Ryan Reynolds character is giving horrible advice to people that's creating so much division and so much uh, lack of peace. And yet in the world's eyes, he's like, you know, making these people big, big, big money because he knows how to create conflict and gets the social media buzz going. But if we were to be rooted really in the names, and this is what we're going to be doing over this series, we're going to be looking at Isaiah chapter 9, these names that have been prophesied. Now, it's not like his name is counselor. It's not like his name is everlasting father or prince of peace. No, these are the characteristics of who he is and will be. And by the way, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So the nature and character of not only Jesus preexisted before he came to earth, he came to earth as a baby, and then he showed us the way to live in this kingdom and then showed us who our father is, but he's the same today. But he is a wonderful counselor. He's a wonderful counselor. And one last thing, by the way, if I, if I die anytime soon, I'm hoping not to, but if I do, Pastor Richie, can you make sure that last song that we just sung is at my funeral? I love that song because you know why? It proclaims everything of who God is. And I want my life to proclaim, even in my death, of who God is. He's so wonderful. He's so wonderful, so kind. But in his name, his character, I, I think it's important today we're going to be talking about where do we get our counsel? Who's your go-to? And there's something about that name, wonderful counselor, that, that should give us confidence that Jesus is our go-to. Now, it's important that we have perspective from a human flesh and blood, but I would encourage you that he is a wonderful counselor that you can trust think about this for a moment. I know it's hard to say, well, I don't see Jesus. Well, really, and today we're talking about the Holy Spirit. Jesus is representative through his spirit today. But picture this. If you were to sit down in your living room, just put a chair somewhere close to you. It's going to look empty, but visualize I'm not going to be talking about visualization. I'm just going to say, pretend that Jesus is there. Well, it's not really pretending. His spirit is with you, right? But, but begin to talk to him 
and ask him, say, Jesus, this is my situation. Would you speak to me? Some people have been saying, hey, Mark, your messages are really good lately. And, and I cannot take credit for that because I have to say I am spending more time saying, God, what are you wanting to say to your people? <laughs> That's the only reason it makes it good because you're resonating with what the Spirit of God is wanting to say. Now, wasn't I, let me tell you, it wasn't that I wasn't doing that before. But, I, but there's a heightened sense of like, we need to be so in tune. We need to be dialed in what the Spirit of God is doing right now. That we can't afford to just go off of good ideas, even if they're biblical. That we have to be in tune with what the Spirit of God is saying for His church today. And this is true for your life. That you have to begin to say, God, what do you think about this? Jesus, what do you, how, would, how do you perceive this? That He is your wonderful counselor. And, and I would encourage you. To just try that this week. That's why I love our Emotionally Healthy Relationships class. Because it trains you to be quiet before the Lord three times a day. Just two minutes. And initially you think two minutes is like nothing. But when you start that exercise it seems like an eternity. Being quiet. Like I can't talk to God. Just like let him speak to me. And, And what happens is your ears start to hear that still small voice. I was sharing with somebody earlier today, you know, we were talking about the beauty of The Chosen, that, that um, series depicting Jesus' life, is it really allows you to begin to see what Jesus was, you know, again, it's, it's somebody's creativity from the Bible of, of understanding who Jesus is. And, and I said, yes, absolutely. That's, it puts skin on Jesus when you read the scripture. But I also realized that I don't want to be getting so caught with, it, with this is what Jesus looks like, that... I'm just waiting to see what he looks like that I have to first and foremost train my ears to see what he sounds like because that's how I know for sure when when he arrives, that's Jesus because we spent a lot of time together and I know his voice and I know his voice. Now, I think sometimes when you when you think of counsel or when you think of advice or when you think of um, I've got some questions, right? You've got your go to people. I really want to challenge you to go to Jesus first. Go to Jesus first. Now, the Bible does say it's important to get like confirmation or, you know, godly wisdom. But I, but I would say there's a lot of people who are getting a lot of advice. And sometimes it's not completely bad, but it's very worldly. If it's not rooted, if the per- here's, a, here's a great way of knowing if it's good advice or not. Is the person you're going to for advice pointing you to Jesus in the process of that advice. If they're not, then I would be like, okay, thank you for some perspective. Perspective is good. But if you really want the heartbeat of what God is saying and doing, you need to come alongside somebody who's another Christ follower and saying, hey, can you pray with me and we can hear together? Or, hey, I've heard from the Lord. What do you think? And by the way, he'll never say anything that's going to contradict his word. He's very consistent that way. So you know, you begin to know his voice by also knowing his word. And I think that's why it's so critical that you know his word because he's never going to contradict it. Like, I think when people start first training their ears to, to hear the voice of God, first of all, I think many people find it's, what, I can hear, I can hear Jesus speak to me? Absolutely. 
through the power of the Holy Spirit. See, the, when you give your life to Jesus, his spirit dwells inside of you. And he is going to not only present our life before Jesus, but he's going to intercede on our behalf. And he's going to this relationship, this dialogue happens to say that um, you can come to him as your wonderful counselor and he will speak into your situation. I was wondering why I was like, boy, my notes, I can't, I can't find anything in these notes. It's because I was on like 10 messages ago on my notepad here. So here we go. Oh, don't worry. I was, I was super tracking where I needed to be. I just wasn't following any notes, but here we go. So this wonderful counselor is we realize that he is full of amazement, like wonder. When you think of the word wonder, what, what do you think of? What are some other names for wonder? Mystery. Mystery. Curiosity. Curiosity. Sorry, what? Oh, ah, ah, ah. I was like, ah, ah, ah. Can you pronounce that limber? Ah, ah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, is my hearing really that bad? Ah, ah. Bunch of cavemen in here? Ah, ah. He's full of awe. <laughs> Amazement. Wonder. Ah, <laughs> sorry, I felt so dumb right then. I was like, huh, huh? So he's so good to us, right? Though, I mean, he's, he's wonderful. He's full of amazement. So when you come to him looking for counsel, you're not going to get condemnation, by the way. See, I think sometimes people are afraid to come to Jesus because, like, he's going to just tell me, like, all the things I'm doing wrong. Now, he might bring conviction into your life in this situation. That's good. But he's doing it because he's lovingly, graciously moving you to a place that's freeing you from the bondage of your stuff. But he won't condemn you. That's, that's only the trick of the ending. By the way, do, do you realize there's other voices besides the voice of the Holy Spirit? We have an enemy that wants to tell us lies. I have heard so many. Can I just be honest with you? I've heard, and by the way, we have some great Christian counselors in our church. And so I am not against anything with counseling, by the way. However, secular psychology today, not rooted in Christ or the Bible, they will give you some really advice that's going to create more bondage in your life and not freedom. So hear me, I think counseling is great and counselors are awesome. But find out what voices you're listening to because there is a voice that also wants to speak into your life, that wants to put entrapment and bondage in you. And that's not the voice of Christ. The voice of Christ, the voice of Jesus will always bring freedom to you. And it will be done as a friend who's kind and gracious and loving and leads you into freedom. That's our wonderful counselor. Not demanding counselor. Not uh, punitive counselor. He's our wonderful counselor. He can be your go-to person. He wants to be your go-to person. 
so I know the holidays can be a hard time for a lot of people. And I know that we can go to people and want support, but can I just encourage you, go first to Jesus. Go first to Jesus and Jesus, this is what I need. Help me to know how to navigate these holidays in a way that's going to be positive. If you're facing addiction, right? Lord, help me to know how to navigate through these addictive patterns. Why? Jesus, can you tell me what the root is that, that makes me feel like I need to mask something in my life? And let him speak into that. Jesus, I'm, I'm really trying to determine, you know, a, a future spouse, or I'm really trying to determine, you know, my future career. And you know what? He sees your life. Why? He's the wonderful counselor. He sees your life from the beginning to the end. He sees before you're born. He sees when you're going to die. He sees all of those things in between. And so you can just rest in your wonderful counselor and know that he's got you. He's got you and he's got a great plan for you. And the more that we can go to your wonderful counselor, the, the more that you make Jesus your go-to, the more that you realize that you can have peace and rest, that he's going to give you good counsel. Now, the question I know all of you are going to say, but, but I just don't hear him. I just don't know how to listen for him. And I guarantee you, he does not want to be keep himself from you. He doesn't. He wants you to have a relationship with him. And so he wants to be your, because his name says it, that's his quality, that's his characteristic. He is going to be a wonderful counselor for you. But it's going to take time to build that relationship, like any relationship. So carve out time. Carve out time to be in the word. Carve out time to be silent. Just listen to his voice. And then a great way of testing out that is find another person that you feel like maybe can hear a little bit clearer than you can right now and just say, hey, you know what? I've been spending time with the Lord and, and I feel like this is what he's saying to me. Can you, can you check me out on that? And that's a great way of doing it to try to give, build your confidence and say, that sounds like the Lord to me. It's like, oh, okay, I'm starting to hear from God. Or it's like, okay, I think you got part of it, <laughs> but can I just kind of maybe redirect that a little bit? And would you be okay with that? Wonderful counselor. See, Jesus' counsel is always sound. It's always sweet. It's always filled with love. His counsel is always gracious. It's, his counsel is always wise. And his counsel sometimes can be directive in a way that says, walk this way and find greater freedom. You see, if we realize that we can get everything that we need from our wonderful counselor, I think we would be less trying to seek out all these places to somehow somebody speak into my life, to somehow make sense of my life, to somehow make sense of my situation. But we should first go to Jesus, who's our go-to, who is our wonderful counselor. See, there's something about that name. There's something about that name. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. I wonder why they started with wonderful counselor. As I conclude, I, I want to just remind you the beauty of who Jesus is because he's our counselor, so we are going to him. But you 
have to remember that he lived, even though it was a sinless life, he lived on this earth. He knows pain. He knows suffering. He knows disappointment. He knows grief. He knows what it feels like to be abandoned, abused. Jesus came to this earth fully God, fully man, as a baby. In a little town that wasn't known for much, a carpenter's son. Who went through the teenage years, teenagers. Can you, can you think, remember that? That Jesus was a teenager at some point. He wanted to sleep in early in the morning. I get it. Jesus can relate to you. I think sometimes we, we forget that Jesus knows what you're going through. He knows what you're going through. And as you're feeling those things right now, realize that, that Jesus can relate to you. It's not like God way out there, far away. Remember, we have the Holy Spirit that's close. To bring comfort, to bring peace, to give counsel. He is our wonderful counselor. This Christmas season, would you begin to make Jesus your go-to? The next time you have a question or a concern or like you feel like, hey, I just want to talk to somebody about this. Can you at least first start by talking to Jesus? Your counselor, your wonderful counselor. And let him speak to you. I truly believe that this season right now, that, that we are in a heightened season of renewal and revival, that you, you aren't going to have to be concerned about hearing the voice of God. If you, the Bible promises when we seek him, we'll find him when we seek him with all of our heart. And so as you continue to seek him, you're going to find him and you're going to hear his voice and you're going to experience his name as wonderful counselor. Let's Thank you so much for watching us online. We're so glad that you joined us. We trust that Jesus has spoken to your heart and you've been challenged by his word. If you'd like to know more information about Grace Capital Church, please visit us at gccnh.com. We'll see you next time.